Daniela and Tea Coffee, a lifestyle and fashion talk show featuring creatives who do it all despite it all. Today is our very first show, and I'm so excited to be getting this off the ground. I'm Daniela Platt, and along with Terrence Coffee. Hi, I'm Terrence. <laughs> we are creative connoisseurs. We look forward to sharing our voices along with voices in our creative fashion and lifestyle community. Is all heart. This show, we are here to inspire you. And like Daniela said, thank you, Dan- Daniela. Yes, thank you for joining us uh, for our amazing first episode of Looking Good with Daniela and Tea Coffee. Um, we will be on weekly on Tuesdays, just so you know, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Uh, to bring you some amazing stories, some amazing guests, and we're super excited to have you join with us. Uh, just a little bit about what's what's coming up is in some future shows, we have Be Fabulous and, and Look Like a VIP. It's good for you, and that's what we're going to talk about today, and we're super excited about this. We have some amazing guests coming on for you today, and some of, just some of, the, some of the other shows we have is Behind the Scenes, Anyone can create, anyone can super can create a clothing line. And let's face it, I'm talented, motivation, and bling bling. Who doesn't want to rock a little bling bling? The power of color. As you all know, color has an emotional impact on everything. And you know what? Daniela, fashion rule breaking. I'm so excited about that one. That's one of my that's gonna be one of my favorite ones because I'm always breaking the rules, just so you know. And waist down and rock your Zumbad because this is where the world has pushed us to. So we want to talk about what's happening on the bottom a little bit and, and show me your shoe. So Daniela, um, I'm going to send it back over to you just to tell our audience a little bit about who you are, your background and your exciting life that you have over there on the West Coast. Thank you. Um, This is so exciting, day one of our show. So just a little bit about me. I'm Daniela Platt. I am known, vibrant, ball of energy, creative tastemaker, and connector. connector. My favorite thing in the world is you hearing your story, bringing your ideas, your heart, your message to the world. Um, seeing, Seeing other people's grow, seeing other people's grow and achieve, that is my mission. I'm known, I wrote the best-selling book, Looking Good, Be a Sales Rockstar and Fashion Startup Playbook. It's about how anybody can have a fashion line and sell it like crazy. These were tools to help other people flourish. They weren't secrets that I wanted to keep. Um, They weren't secrets that I wanted to keep. After launching my online jungle and a consultancy, I had spent two decades as a top sales producer and a journalist crafting campaigns for hundreds of fashion and lifestyle brands. Brands that you know, like Hugo Boss, Skechers, and Cotton Incorporated. But the truth is, like I said, my favorite thing in the world, it's telling your story. It's hearing your inspirational message, taking your art, your heart, your message into the world. And that is what this show is about. 
There are people in this world that truly giggle around other people. They are truly excited for other people's products and ideas. Yes, that is me. I am so excited about your ideas and your message. The best part of this show, the best part is the journey ahead is that you're going to be with us. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what is it that you guys are creating. I want to welcome everybody to this community we are building. I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to turn the microphone back to my partner, Terrence. But before I do, I just want to say you are so cute. When I met you at the Fashion Sustainable Forum back in October, I was like, I'm calling you the next day. I left you a message. Thank you so much for calling me back. Totally, Daniela. Thank you. You know what? I'm super, I'm glad I did call you back. And, and thank you again, like I said previously in our previews, for challenging me and pushing me to come to the front to help make, make magic. I'm so used to making magic behind the scenes. A little bit about my background is that, um, it, you know, I come from the event space and, you know, we, I'm going to um, come from the event space and creating magic in the back. So I look super excited, Daniela, to start making this magic in front of the camera. And today we have an amazing show lined up for you. We have uh, LIM College is going to come on and talk talk about the making of a virtual fashion show and how to look like a VIP on the runway. And we have Carlton Spence and Tamia Anderson, who's going to come on. I'm going to tell you a little bit about LIM before we start. LIM College educates students for success in the global business of fashion and its many related industries as a pioneer in experiential education. And LIM College fosters a unique connection between real-world experiences and academic study and business principles. So they develop students' creativity and they challenge their, their critical thinking as well as their and develop their leadership skills. And LIM College educates, also empowers students to become accomplished professionals in this fashion business as well. So today we have an amazing guest. We have Professor Carlton Spence, who's going to come on today, and he's going to talk a little bit about how he has created VIPs on a virtual runway. And Carlton's also bringing on Tamia Anderson, who is his student lead, who works on the styling team. And this show is going to stream live on www.limcollege.edu on Friday, April 23rd for the world to see. We're super excited about this fashion show. The show is called Expose, Expose the Pose, and it's a virtual fashion show which explores challenges and triumphs highlighting diversity on the runway. So don't forget to tune in on Friday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. The show will stream live on the college's website, and it will also take viewers on a journey highlighting the current themes in society and exploring challenges and triumphs of their diverse student body. LIM College's Fashion Show Club have worked hard to create this virtual experience that showcased the journey of these VIPs on the runway. So without further ado, I would like to bring on Carlton and Tamia to talk to them a little bit about how they created this magic on the runway. 
How are you? How are you both? Hello, Daniela. Hello, Professor Coffee. How are How you? How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's a real treat for you guys to be here. I was looking at both of your Instagram feeds yesterday, and I, I thought, you know, it takes it's easy to put together a really stylistic, fancy look, but to actually make it look so casual and effortless, that is hard work. And I saw, um, um, specifically Carlton, I was looking yesterday and you put on like sneakers and an orange hat and it was like an orange shirt with a jacket and jeans, like to look that put together, but to be that styled, but appear so effortlessly, effortless, real style in the making. So I'm really, I'm really happy to meet you guys and thank you for coming on our inaugural show. Um, and you know, the making of a virtual fashion show, who would have ever thought that we'd be in this space where we have to make a virtual fashion show, but congratulations, you guys have done it. Yes. Thank so, you. Um, yeah, you guys get into the magic of it. Um, you yeah, know, sure. how do we even do it? You guys ready to dive in and tell us about it? Uh, absolutely. But I'm going to let, uh, Tamia, who is the styling director, I'm going to let her speak first, uh, because she actually, her and about, uh, three of her, uh, fellow students actually came up with the theme for the show a year ago. So I kind of want her to speak to that first. Sure. You want to see the name? Can you just share with us? What's the theme? I know that Terrence just introduced it, but what, what's the theme of the show? The theme this year is expose. So it's actually based on the show Pose and Paris is Burning. So Pose is a show that went on Netflix like a year ago. And I think like everyone else, I was binge watching the show like crazy. <laughs> Me and all of my friends. And then it turns out a lot of my family members actually were a part of the ballroom culture, you know, back in the 90s in New York City because I'm from New York. So it's like a lot of my family members were obviously in New York during that time. And that was a big part of New York culture at that time so we really were just fascinated by the lgbtq community and how like you know they were able to push through and triumph through all these hardships that they went through and make it so beautiful it's truly like such a beautiful thing because fashion is an art form and you know just seeing the clothes and the way they presented themselves and the way they carried themselves through such tough moments was just awe-inspiring so when we got to pick the theme of the show i just thought that was something that you know, who wouldn't want to display that on a runway? Oh, I have to check out the show. So can you tell me a little bit, how do you, how do you even style a virtual runway show? And, you know, how do you know the models are even going to look good? Like what, how did you even get to, how did you style the virtual space? Okay. So if I could speak to that, well, first and foremost, we were inspired by the amazing set design uh, Mm -hmm. by production. First of all, the set design is amazing. So that's what inspired me. The clothes and and the set have to marry each other. But uh, to answer your question, uh, after after delving into the theme of the show, we then researched designers that had over-the-top, runway-worthy pieces. When I say runway-worthy, meaning you want you want garments that have movement, garments that have embellishment, garments that are exciting, that inspire, that are almost like fantasy-like, because those are the type of garments that they wore in the ballroom scene, and we wanted to be true to that. So that uh, was our first, uh, that's what we did first. Um, so we went on Instagram, and we found some amazing designers, some that I've never worked with before, uh, but we have that's that's how we uh, 
That was our first step, okay? So then instead of asking and borrowing garments, we actually had to ask for pictures of the garments, okay? Now, most designers will just have a front view image. So my challenge was to get as many details of the garment as possible so that the garment would be represented as realistically as possible on the runway. And that was the challenge. So our digital content partner in India challenged us to do that. So it was a lot of back and forth. Yes, it was a lot of back and forth on my end with the designers, but I literally would have the questions that the content uh, creator would ask and literally give it to the designer. And the designer would forward, you know, more detailed images of the fabric or more detailed images of the back of the garment. Because again, most designers have uh, images of the front. So with that being said, it was uh, such a learning experience for myself, for, for Tamia, for the rest of the styling club students who styled the show, I'm very proud of them. Um, this is something that uh, I will now be armed with, you know, and able to do in the future. So I'm excited about that. So Carlton and Tamia, can you, thank you for sharing that. Can you just tell us a little bit about what was the model selection process like? Because I, so I hear that it was completely different than what it was in the past. So can you just tell us a little bit about that whole model selection process and how, you, how, you, how, how you're gonna make your models look like a VIP on the runway? Okay, well, all right. So traditionally we would have, a, we would have what we call open model calls where students would actually come, bring their heels and actually walk to music on the length of a runway, right? So. Mm-hmm. He said, well, how are we going to do this virtually? How are we going to select these models not even being able to see them? So we decided, we asked them to send their headshot uh, as well as a full body shot, as well as a video showing them walk. And so that's how Timmy and I selected the models. Um, we selected a very diverse group of students. Uh, what I love about the LIM fashion show is that we embrace all shapes and sizes. And we embrace all body types, meaning the standard uh, female model is 5'9". She's a size 2, size 4. Well, we have models that are actually 5'3". We have models that are 5'4". So we really encourage our students to embrace who they are, and we celebrate them on the runway. So that's how we chose the models. And to me, if you want to speak to that or add anything. Yeah, that's how we chose the models. And it was actually like a very interesting process because it was nice to kind of like be able to do it online because we obviously have some students sometimes who can't make it to the casting call in person or it doesn't work out with their schedule. So I honestly feel like in some ways, some people look at the whole online thing as a little bit of a setback, but it was definitely like it was just a new perspective. And I think it gave a lot of students more opportunity in some ways. So I feel like we got to celebrate even more students than we would have had it had been the traditional way. Agreed. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Daniela, do you have a question for them? Yeah, I do. Um, of course, my mind is racing with a lot of questions, but you know, what <laughs> wisdom, so now, so you guys have done this, we're in a post-COVID world right now. You know, what recommendations would you give to future stylists on styling virtually? What wisdom do you want to impart for, for now that you guys have gone through this? What wisdom do you want to impart on future styling? Because you guys are setting the platform. You guys are setting the platform for these stylists who are like, oh, my God, what do I do now? Exactly. So, 
I can't exactly. wait to hear this response. Exactly. Hopefully, this will get me future jobs. No, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, seriously speaking, this process, the advice that I would give to any stylist who wants to style virtually is communication. You have to be very a very effective communicator via email. Um, and just an oral communicating, being able to speak to a designer and ask for exactly what it is you want, because you have to realize that designers are not used to showing their clothes in an artificial intelligence environment. They're used to stylists coming to their showroom um, or studio and actually pulling the garment and fitting the garment on a live, on a model or on a person. However, virtually it's so different because uh, and I didn't. We didn't even talk about that part. So basically, the student models they have they were body scanned, which is amazing. So our digital content creator is going to actually create their likeness of avatar and their facial um, likeness virtually. Oh, wow. So if someone is a size eight, right, and the garment is a size two, it doesn't matter because they will then make that garment fit onto that body type. So that's where the magic happens is to see these garments on all these different body types, how they're going to actually look without doing a fitting, without, uh, you know, seeing if this color complements this person's skin tone or not. So that's going to be the nuances and the differences that I'm very uh, eager to see. Um, so to answer your question, communication, communication would be number one, because when I spoke to these designers initially, they didn't, they didn't have any idea what I was talking about. So uh, I had to do a very detailed pull request explaining what we were doing, who our digital partner was, and exactly what we needed. So you have to be very detail-oriented, and a very good communicator, honestly. And of course, have a good fashion sense, of course, and have an eye <laughs> for fashion, that goes without saying. So. Right. And definitely an open mindset because it comes with a lot of new obstacles and new tasks and new things that you weren't used to. It's just like, it's a whole new field in a way. So Absolutely. it's like, you really have to have an open mindset in when you're going into this because you're going to get thrown a lot of different things that probably wouldn't have been in like probably wouldn't have been a situation had it had been an in-person fashion show. Absolutely. That is super interesting. Yeah. Um, that is so, super interesting. Um, so just to kind of wrap up for this segment, um, I'd love if you guys wanted to share one thing that inspiring word that anybody who's looking to break into fashion, you know, just one little nugget that can inspire people to get started today. And obviously where can people find you if they want to learn more about what you guys do? I will let I will let Tamia go first and I'll go last. So Tamia, what are your words of wisdom as a student? <laughs> to answer your question, my words of wisdom as a student, I would honestly say follow your gut. If you feel like fashion is really your passion, because it's not something that you know too many people get into. Most kids mm -hmm. in high school, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a nurse, mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. So if something is telling you you feel like your creativity can be your career career, then go for it. Don't let anyone let you second guess yourself and really be yourself because I feel like fashion is definitely one of those things where you stick out more if you stay true to yourself. So I feel like staying true to yourself and following your gut will get you a long way in this industry. And my word of wisdom for any student wanting to pursue fashion, whether it be fashion styling, whether it be 
a retail buyer is to find a mentor and find a mentor now if you're in high school because that way that person can uh spearhead you in the right direction can connect you to the right people and you have an advantage over uh your your peers um and you, you get to decide whether or not this career is really for me or not uh so finding a mentor really early to me is critical and key to being successful as a fashion stylist I couldn't agree more. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Did you guys say where can people find you? Oh, sure. Uh, well, I have my own website, uh, okay. CarltonSpenceStyle.com. Uh, and I could be found, um, you can check my link tree. It's going to pop up on the screen. But if you just type into me, Kiara, on any social media platform, you'll find me. So that's how you can find me anywhere. And we would like to just thank both of you for joining us. And we really, really appreciate you guys being on our first show and talking about how to look like a VIP in a virtual space, because that's where we are. So with that being said, we will be right back after these messages. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having we us. We are living in a digital age, and we think it's safe to say that all businesses are needing to transition from traditional brick and mortar to broadcast. Everything is really about data collection and building a community. EasyWay Broadcasting has created a social network slash solution provider within the EasyWay network to help its members with this transition. Introducing the EasyWay Wall of Fame, a one-stop shop for business owners and influencers that help them to connect, grow, learn, and scale the easy way. Over the years, we have been building affiliates and partnerships in all genres. That means our platform utilizes all our members' businesses to provide services at a much lower cost, help sell their service, and promote their awareness to more potential customers. Through our new media empire, we have a reach to millions. Become an affiliate. Make money doing it the easy way. Create your free account today by visiting easywaywalloffame.com. Accelerate your influence through direct access to the right influencers. We have many TV shows that our members can be interviewed by. We have our own magazine and radio station to promote our Easy Way Wall of Fame members' profiles, which they control. The more friends you get, the bigger your business will grow. Join the Easy Way Wall of Fame community for free today. I'm Daniela Platt. I'm a creative connoisseur and I'm known to be a vibrant ball of energy. Welcome to Jungle, my personal collection. For 20 years, I worked at advertising agencies and fashion magazines, building brands that you know, like Skechers and Hugo Boss. I mention this because for the longest time, I wanted to have my own collection. I wanted to create something that had meaning, that had purpose, that made you feel amazing, that would fire you up. This collection, Jungle, came together when a designer friend and, friend and I wanted to create something for a gala. It started off with this scarf that you can see that totes spirit animals, coffee, because we live on it, novelty like a hammer, a designer's best friend. It was worn on Zoom screens all around the world, building unity and community, firing people up with energy. The collection Jungle has grown, and I'm so excited. We have t-shirts, bags, scarves available for retail 
and promotional use, I am so excited because this collection is here to remind you to be your ferocious, outrageous self. Tell me what empowers you. It started off with the main message. Stop playing small. Play big. You can have it all. Thank you so much for joining. I hope you enjoy Jungle, jungleandcoffee.com. I'm Danielle Platt, the designer, creator of the brand. Thank you so much. And remember, be your ferocious, outrageous self. No membership required, no permission needed. Enjoy. Welcome back. And we're back. This is very cool. Um, that were, they were such, that was such an interesting segment. I love them. I love Carlton Samia of LAM. Yeah, that was super exciting to hear how they are actually creating. Um, I think what stress, stuck out to me the most was the whole avatar thing and actually taking their models and turning them into avatars and taking the looks from the designers and actually taking the looks and actually putting them on the avatars to, to tell the story on the runway in a virtual platform. That's, that was so exciting and so just creative to hear, you know, like where we're headed in this whole virtual world. It's so fascinating. So we can absolutely get tickets to the show. There's VIP tickets and then regular tickets are at Eventbrite. They're free. They will. There are VIP tickets. The VIP tickets are, are $25 and it's free to the general public. If you just want to just click the link and click it and watch the show on Friday, April 23rd live. So yeah, check it out. Ryancollege.edu. Okay. So I definitely have to be there and hopefully we could even maybe get some clips on the show from it. Cause I'm, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like we talk about it and you're like, how do you make it all work? But then you actually have to see it in action. And you've been talking about this since we met back in October. Yeah. I mean, the, the interesting, the, I actually work on the show too. I didn't say that a lot because I wanted to give <laughs> Carlton and Tamia uh, a chance to talk about what they do. And it's all about styling. I work on the show from, a production and marketing standpoint. And the production is just as important. It has to tell the same story as the garments. Uh, so in the production world, we created virtual sets that you will see the models walk in. So versus walking down a live runway, they'll be walking in a virtual space. Really exciting. That's really cool. Well, we have backstage. Um, I should bring her on already. I could chat with you all day, but let's bring her next totally. She is totally super special to me. She is somebody that has been part of my fashion and accessory world um, for the last 20 years. So I want to welcome Frances Harder. Frances Harder is the CEO and founder of Fashion for Profit. Here's her bio and her picture. Um, she is a mover and shaker, an icon of the fashion industry. Um, you know, and I, I have a personal story where 20 years ago I said, hey, Frances, I have a question about the fashion industry. And her answer to me was, go buy my book. <laughs> right here. Um, so she's truly, truly an icon in the industry. Um, and is she coming on? Or I'll, I'll share with you a little bit about her bio. She pops on. Hi. Hi, Francis. Hello there. Hi. Nice to Hello. meet you. Hello, Francis. Nice, nice to see you, Danielle. Great to see you. Um, I'll just share a little bit about your bio. And uh, then we'll just... You are an icon in the industry. You have influenced me in so many ways. It is a treat to interview you. I've, I've been on your stages, so welcome to mine. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. This is exciting. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Great platform. Pleasure to meet you, Francis. <laughs> nice to meet you, Teach Coffee. Yeah. Thank you. Love your name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name. Um, so uh, just 
share a little bit about, you know, Frances Harder. Frances is the author of a series of books about how to start a fashion business. The core book, it's, it's fashion for profit. They're industry-focused texts. They're used by various companies, companies and schools for educational programs all around the world. Um, I personally have the eighth edition right here, and she's going to be like, those are old artwork. Don't show it. But this is a new one. New artwork. Um, I need she, to get my copy of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a desk copy. Thank you. Yeah, I need a new desk copy for the background. So Frances, not only has she written these books, Frances is a consultant to the United Nations. She assists small businesses in Peru, Purdue. Peru. For producers of alpaca products, Nepal for cashmere products, she's recently assisting apparel manufacturers in Egypt. She consults and speaks internationally on product development, branding, merchandising, and production, production, and how to enter the U.S. market. An adjunct professor at Cal Poly Pomona, she's also on the Dean's Advisory Board. In 1999, she founded the FBI, the Fashion Business Inc., um, Incorporated. She studied art and fashion in the UK. One fun thing, and you'll have to tell me this, um, one fun thing about her is that your name is is licensed in Japan. Oh, I would, yeah. Well, my designs were licensed in Japan. I was designing a line for a Japanese company. That's oh, awesome. So I'm thinking like Hello Kitty, like you have your own Francis. <laughs> No, I, I was designing a, a contemporary line for them, and it was designed by Francis Harder. So it was, it, it was a, a really great experience. And it was that like for two years until the yen went down the toilet, unfortunately. But they had a, a store also in Santa Monica, so I was out there a couple of times. It was, it was very nice and very good to work with them. Good people to work with. What was the label? What was it? It was. Um, well, it was, gosh, I can't remember the name of the, the label by designed by Francis Harder. So it was my, you know, license name designing the actual product. So it was, it was an interesting experience. <laughs> That's I love that you keep reinventing. I mean, you've also designed for the Royal House of Brunei. Yeah, that was quite an adventure to go out there. First of all, I was like, where is Brunei? And uh, <laughs> check that one out. And then go there and be in the royal palace and every tree, ficus tree's got a little diamond on the leaf. It's just so amazing. And um, it was in a big waiting room with all these very quite famous people waiting to see uh, one of the princes or somebody. And uh, one of these guys came up to me, he was a Brit, and he said, you're British, aren't you? So I said, yes. He said, I'm Elton John's drummer. He said, but I just want to tell you, he said, the, he said, the Brits always win the contracts. Sit down, have a drink, enjoy yourself. The Americans always think they're going to get business straight away, <laughs> so they have to leave after it. <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah, it's a whole different world. You also, oh gosh, yeah, very much. So. You you have a collection. You had a collection on the Home Shopping Club for Priscilla Presley. Yeah, she was uh, very nice to work with, and of course, Home Shopping is Middle America, um, and she's a tiny little thing. So we did everything in cut bias silk with lining, and it was it was it was very good. We did two lines for her. I'm not sure why why she wanted to do lines, but anyway, she did very well, and um, it was a pleasure working with her and and a fun a fun adventure. I actually read that in your bio, Francis, about your experience with Priscilla Presley. I was like, I we have to touch bases on that. I was so curious on your experience with that. 
No, she was she was very good to work with and uh, a businesswoman. You know, very very mm -hmm. cool. She knew what she wanted, and it was a it was a pleasure to work with her. Awesome. That's so interesting. I mean, how you've even how you've even like come to Priscilla Presley in the House of Brunei. These are such interesting things that you've done in your life, and I really admire that. So you are. Well, really I was teaching. I was teaching at Otis at the time, and um, Rosemary, who was the head of the department, she was very kind to me. So she would often hand over these design jobs, and so I got the Priscilla connection and the how, and I think the Royal House of Brunei, I think, was through the connections through my teaching at Otis College of Art and Design. And uh, you know, so it's it's been a, quite an exciting journey. And then when I started the FBI, as you mentioned, Daniela, it was. Uh, from that and doing all the, the, the seminars for different trade shows, uh, you meet amazing people. And that's how I got connect, connected to the United Nations and uh, had my experience in Peru, which they were wonderful to work with. Uh, got spat on by an alpaca. How many people can say that? And, uh, <laughs> yes. and then uh, in Nepal, that was, it was different um, going out there and went out there a couple of times. And now with Egypt, which was it's on my bucket list and we can't go there, you know, to actually go to Egypt and see what's going on. But uh, I'm on my second contract, Zooming in the morning at seven o'clock. Um, and uh, so that's been quite interesting working with all these different international companies and how people do business is quite a learning experience for me. Uh, and it would be for anybody, I'm sure. And I'm also working with the Chinese. Um, there's a university, Syfic, who wants to use my book as a textbook. So I'm working with them on developing some sessions for that. For wow, that platform. that's exciting. Yeah. 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 So, Another learning experience on that's, culture. That's really, and this, is, this is the call that we had the other day. I'm about to hop on a Zoom call with Shanghai University to plan using my book for the course then doing the sourcing for magic sessions and I'm working with the UN to as assist with Egyptian manufacturers. So you, you love the fashion industry, but more than anything, you know, the theme of our show is creatives who do it all despite it all. You, you are doing it all despite it all. Um, what it's not, and it's not easy building a brand. So we, you kind of shared a little bit about how it all began. Like, how did you go from designer to consultant? And how did you make this great pivot for yourself? What aha moments did you have along the way where you're like, I'm going to burst through this? Well, I, I would say that the most important thing is about networking. You know, from my first job as an intern, offered a full-time job, goes on from there. The college I graduated from asked me to go back and teach. So many years later, I've had this really lucky career of being a designer and an educator and um and from that one door open you know one door closes another door opens so you just i'm sure you're the same way daniel and t that mm -hmm. you know these these opportunities come to you because you're out there you're doing the job and so it's uh been quite an amazing experience i would say but i i've all, i did a whole presentation for students on the power of networking and mm -hmm. how you know, basically, we're all using our networks to open up other opportunities, right? And if you perform, then doors will open. Of course. I've heard, have you heard the expression, your network is your net worth? I'm what? Sorry? Your network is your net worth? 
Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so France is that vacation is your cash flow. Like obviously the wider you go, the more the more people you meet, the more opportunities can bring your way. And that is truly true. You do you are very heavily networked. Um, oh, that, that's amazing. And that and Francis, that leads me to my next question because our theme today is how to look and dress like a VIP. And as an icon in the business of fashion, as you are, why, um, what do, any tips do you have? What tips do you have on looking like a VIP that you can give our audience that's, that's viewing? Oh, I don't know. Really, everybody's got their, uh, these days, anybody can wear, most people can wear almost anything, right? And right. particularly with the pandemic, you know, people, as you see it yourself, everybody's living in leggings and some of them shouldn't be living in leggings. As you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this whole casual lifestyle and, and really there are no real trends. So people, what you decide to wear is your brand, right? So we all brand ourselves in what we choose to wear because we're not really being dictated to to have to wear a mini skirt, thank God, or hot pants, or you know maybe it's the big shoulders. But basically, you wear and you put together what you want to wear to feel comfortable, right? But I do feel like, in a way, it's all it, it's about merchandising and how to merchandise products to to really suit a person, isn't it? Yeah, and thank you for sharing that, Francis. So why why is what we do, meaning like the apparel, the stuff that we wear, why is it so meaningful now? I mean, although we're not face-to-face, -face, we are sitting here, I'm sure you're somewhere else in the world, Danielle is somewhere else in the world, and I'm here in New York. Why, why, why is it so meaningful now? It, why is it still important? Because well, I think clothing has always been important. You know, obviously, it's it's if you see somebody walking down the street in an old bag, something or, you know, you immediately put a label on them. So whatever you decide to wear is telling a story about who you are and um, and how you put the pieces together and show them is also, you know, it's it's just it, it is. It shows a personality like you can see, you know, that when you're looking at someone and talking to people, I think behavior is, if I were to give anybody advice for um, new new people in the industry is, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I really don't like people being late. <laughs> I've got to think about it. I'm with you 100% on that, Francis. <laughs> or, or at least communicate with me about if you're going to be late. Just don't like let me have to assume something i don't like that neither no i had um um we've had some interesting experiences with the egyptian group and they kind of stood stood me up twice you know at seven o'clock in the morning sitting there with your makeup on and they don't turn up and whether that's that's a cultural thing i don't know but um it certainly does make me a little bit uh, should we say peed off um <laughs> <laughs> I always remember another thing. I had a student who came to, she was, they were supposed to interview people uh, in the industry. And so she arrived looking all very nice and everything with a pad of paper. And she sat down and she said, so Mrs. Harder, can you explain to us what you do? And I said, no. I said, go away, investigate what I do, come back and ask me a real question. I'm not going to spend 10 minutes explaining to you what I do. I'm sorry. So 
<laughs> the girl had to leave the office and tail between the legs. <laughs> so she came back prepared. And the professor told me afterwards, he said, that was the best thing you could have done. <laughs> so Love that. I think she'll come prepared. They'll come prepared in future. <laughs> That's really good advice. Um, it's funny because I'm originally from New York where the trains did run on time. And then everybody in California, and I think I got used to everybody being late. So I'm always like, are we on time? Who am I talking to? Are you guys from New York? I'm on time. If I'm meeting people from LA, well, I guess I have five minutes. I sort of, I sort of have this like, who am I meeting with? I'm figuring it out variable. Um, yeah. When we were talking the other day, you mentioned, you know, now is really a good time. If you're out there, whether you are a, whether it's your side hustle or it is your dream to have a brand. I mean, what we have right now is like, we're above the keyboard. Like this is our prime real estate. But we're eventually, we're going back into the streets and we're going to get back out there really soon. You mentioned now is a really great time to start, yeah. start a brand. You gave this huge article. I posted it on our blog, but like some more wisdom of why now is it the right time to, to get going? And um, how do people, how do people begin? Well, you know, when you look, I'm working with these some of these very large Egyptian manufacturers, and they're looking for minimum orders of, say, you know, this five thousand minimums. And the, the retailers, as we know, they're all struggling to keep the doors open. The whole buying habit has changed. They're not buying uh, five times a year. They're buying monthly. They're buying smaller quantities. They're testing the market. So everybody has to be nimble and adjust to manufacturing smaller quantities uh, to address what's happening in the actual industry. The other thing that's happening is people are going online to sell. So that means you can have a brand and you can sell direct. So what are you doing? You enabling yourself to be far more competitive. You haven't got that markup. So if you were selling something to a store for 50 and they would turn around and sell that for 120, you're now selling direct. You can sell direct for 50. So you have a much better appeal with your products. And you can also turn on a dime, produce smaller quantities more often. So this, this is, uh, there's another thing that I'm hearing also in China is the manifest. We all know B2B. We know yeah. B2C. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's called M to C, manufacturer to consumer. So there's a lot of this whole new dynamics uh is very exciting for new companies they can with social media and you're great at that daniela how would they promote themselves so that they can get the followers what are they going to do to whether it's a pop-up store you know we're we're looking at the big trade shows and um you know they're they're struggling too and it's all online we're doing all our sessions online although i hear that it's going back live in august which is good news so there are some very good, interesting things happening. And it used to be that you set yourself up and you need a lot of dollars to really get yourself going. But if you've got the right product, you can start with one idea. And you can also cross market. So maybe you start off and you're doing, you know, sort of casual gear, but you've got some uh, different handbags or accessories, jewelry that you would like to work with. You cross market with them and they put their your product on their site, you put yours on their you put theirs on your site. You're able to cross market. And so this is a whole new dynamics, which I think is very, very interesting. 
So thank you for sharing that amazing uh, story, Francis. So thank you for joining us this afternoon. We're gonna we're gonna wrap uh, wrap up here, and we have to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. say can we and we're back we're back where's francis <laughs> there she is all of a sudden everybody was gone we're back we're back everyone um so francis i was i lost you in the middle of post-pandemic questioning um what's two or three tips to get started did we for a new business Mm -hmm. is understanding your market niche, right? And uh, doing your investigation, making sure you're not just doing another T-shirt line. What is it that you're doing that makes it something that will drive sales? So I'm, being wor I'm working with a client now, um, and she's, she's doing, it's called Prickly Pear. It's, it's a novel idea. She was, she's a long-distance runner, and she said a lot of women had problems when they were running with leakage. So she's actually got, she's actually invented this and patented a, a design and she's taking off. She's doing really well. I mean, one of my other clients uh, we worked with was um, Tommy John. He's doing very well now. And um, he's working with my ex-partner, Dana. And um, he, we also had, um, one time we had in our, one of our sessions, Nasty Girl, if you remember that she's, you know, did very well. So we, we've had some good, um, uh, some good companies that we've worked with who are doing very well. This industry is, as you know, um, can be tricky. Mm -hmm. um, so you've really got to keep your eye on the ball and know where it's going and understand the dynamics of the industry. As, as we talked about, you know, if you're now the industry's changed so much, it's smaller orders, which is really good for smaller companies. So there's some good, interesting things going on, but you can't do it without money. You need to plan and also 
One thing I need to stress is please check your consultants. Make sure that you have consultants who uh, you check their credibility by checking the references. I've mm -hmm. had I know too many people have got you know lost fifty thousand dollars and wow ended up with nothing. So do check and make sure you know who you're working with. That would be key to you know not giving up. Right, and you have a list of consultants that you vet on your website. I I understand. So we have, yeah, we I have saw that. You're a great consultant. Um, so that's really that's really good advice. I want people to just. I want people to know that they're limitless and that they could actually, if they have an idea, whether they came up with the idea in the boardroom or their kitchen table, as <laughs> great ideas are born in any instance um, while you're jogging for like prickly pear. I just want people to know that they could do it, but it's really good that they have you and Terrence and myself, that there's consultants out there that can really get people on the right path because the business is really fun, but it can be intimidating, but the right guidance the right tools can really help somebody act activate and actualize their dreams and ma really manifest their vision to life. So I'm so glad you shared that. Um, where can people find you? I know that you have a special offer. We have a flyer that we're going to put up, um, but where can people find you? What? Well, it's uh, basically fashionforprofit.com is my mm -hmm. website. And uh, my email is Francis at fashion for profit. Um, we have a, a code so anybody watching this and want to get a, a discount, there's a special discount for all your your viewers uh, on my website. Thank you most, for that, Francis. <laughs> yeah. Most critically, Francis, I want to point out to everybody out there who's listening to this, Francis, I've known you for 20 years, and that was just you know that was this has been the second the third wave of your career. You are the greatest resource of information. With the purchase of your books, you offered a consultation. So I, I really encourage everybody. The books are amazing, but the 20 minutes of consultation that you can get from Francis could literally be the difference of, you know, your your idea staying on the kitchen table versus taking it out into the yeah. world. So I truly, I truly encourage. If you have an idea, if you have anybody has an idea, this is like the best, you're the best starting point. So I, I truly hope people take advantage of it. And thank well, you. Thank you. If there's any last words of wisdom you want to impart, go for it. Um, we are going to wrap up our first show. This is so exciting. I'm very excited for you. This is looking great. Um, so good to meet you, T. And uh, I love you your background. Well, <laughs> when COVID is over, maybe we can meet face-to-face -face one day when you're in New York City. Oh, yeah, we'd love that. I'm missing yeah. traveling. I just want to get in the car and go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the dentist instead this afternoon. <laughs> But yes, it's it's a good time to, if you have the niche and you understand the market, um, it is a good time to start a business. So uh, look into it, find your niche, uh, make sure you find the right connections to the right people who can help you. And um, Daniela and T, you can also really help these people with their social media and helping them understand. We've got virtual sampling going on, 3D, as you're talking about with your fashion shows. Okay. A lot of interesting stuff. Love that. Again, thank you so much, Francis, for joining You're us. You're welcome. Thank you guys for the opportunity. Look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I, you know, it's just funny that we're talking about how I talk about a lot about how do we create that, like, I could feel and touch you and want to be so close to you, but yet we're virtual. And I think so much just has to do with, like, let me mail you a package. Let me send you a sample. Let's wear a theme together on a show. 
Because then we create a community. And even though we are not physically together, I, I've never met you in person. So. I know. We've never met in person. It's like we've known each other for years at this point because we've been working and created, creating together for so long. Um, I want to just thank all our guests. I want to thank Carlton Spence and Tamia Anderson for coming on from LIM College to talk about uh, the virtual fashion show. And I want to thank Frances Harder for coming on to talk about her business. And Daniela, just thank you. We did it. It's the first one. We did it. Um, that's a really, those are really good pictures of all of them. Um, yeah, we did it. And so I encourage you guys, we're going to keep bringing more creatives who do it all. I wrote that book, 10 Commandments to be a Sales Rockstar Fashion Startup Playbook. Thank you. Thank you for posting that. Um, we sit on so much information and I want to be able to help other people's ideas flourish. And truly, the idea of bringing out other people who've done it before and being able to put them into the world and spotlight them, that is truly my favorite thing to do. So I absolutely love this. I want everybody to follow our show. It is at, I think it was up there before, um, follow, follow our show. You can follow Looking Good with Daniela and Tea Coffee. You can follow it on Facebook. You can get on our website. We're on every social media platform out there. Um, if you have an idea and just with us we'd love to feature it on one of our upcoming segments and um yeah you know so i that's, that's it and by, and by the way Daniela, you look great on the west coast too by the way you look really good in your tunnel you know and like i used to back back when i lived in new york there was definitely a, the night of the tunnel i don't know if it's still there they bring back <laughs> When I see your title, I, 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 think, oh, I, always, I always think back to like my New York City days. Oh, it was so much fun partying. And also we want to thank our associate producer and director, Tina Ramsey, who is making all this magic behind the scenes and, and keeping us on point with everything, with all of our scripts and, and the lights and the graphics and, and everything, just making the magic and making us look good out front. Tina, we really, really appreciate you as well. Yeah, and so the show was going to be broadcast. You're probably watching it on the Easy Way Networks to 60 million homes. It's going to be on iTunes, Spotify, as well as YouTube, uh, and our blog. Catch everything on our website as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Terrence, for taking my call. Follow us looking good with Daniela and Tea Coffee. Creative to do it all, despite it all.